Hello and welcome to another episode of Corgi Town USA. I am Candy, owner of this podcast, Lifestyle Brand. In my lap is Chuckles, our spokes Korg. Typically, we have Kat, our executive producer and co-host. She had a scheduling mishap today, so it's just me today and Chuckles. But we also have the Corgi Committee. Of course, Digby comes with Kat. So in studio, we have Booger, Hammer, and Mortimer Barnabas. Hopefully, he's not getting into too much mischief as I'm hosting today because I don't have another set of eyes. But thank you so much. If you're new here, hi. We have new episodes every Thursday. All things Corgi lifestyle, grooming, training, life, uh, traveling with your pet, just different kind of paw rent interest pieces. One of my favorite things we do on the show is our creator series in which we interview people who create pet-centric art. This is from a number of different mediums. These are authors, painters, sculptors, etc. Some make jewelry kind of all over the gamut. Um, we've even had a guest that makes keepsakes out of your pet's fur. That was in our first season. We are now well into season four. Again, thank you so much for um, dear viewer, dear audience, for listening, sticking with us as we ironed out some things and made things a little better and started tailoring our content to you to bring you interesting and helpful information. You can also email me, Candy, C-A-N-D-I-E, at CorgiTownUSA.com if you have a specific subject you would like us to tackle or you have a guest that you think you would like to see on the show or maybe you want to be a guest. You have an interesting story. We also do rescue stories. So anything that's heartfelt, we like to tell those stories. And today is our creator series. So we are going to bring on Larry Goodman. He is a painter and artist. And let's go ahead and bring him on. Larry, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's good to be here, Candy. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate you taking the time. Um, so I want, if you don't mind, please tell our art audience about you. Who is Larry Goodman? Okay. Uh, who is Larry Goodman? Larry Goodman uh, is uh, a soon-to-be senior citizen who lives in South Florida, born and raised in New Jersey, and uh, came to South Florida by way of Georgia for many years. Um, I have uh, had a pretty much a lifelong passion uh, for art. Uh, I can remember as a child, uh, my father was a painter, and uh, he he painted a mural on our, our kitchen wall. He would paint um, down in our basement. We had a cinder block basement, you know, an old school basement, and he would paint on the cinder blocks, uh, landscapes. Oh, wow. And so I would watch him do that, and he would allow me to, to kind of make these very primitive uh, uh, renditions of what he was doing. Uh, and I was... Uh, kind of a, a little entrepreneur at the time, because I remember uh, um, this is first, second grade. Uh, I would get these little three by five pads, memo pads that my mom would pick up at the store. And I would draw these little comic books um, that featured uh, things that little kids would be interested in, like dinosaurs and, and superheroes and space aliens and cavemen and 
uh, I, I would then take these stories because they were actually stories. You know, they had a, a plot associated with them, antagonists and protagonists. I didn't know what those were at the time, but they had them. And I would take them to elementary school in first and second grade, and I would sell them for like a, a nickel or a dime to fellow students. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, I guess that was my first uh, opportunity uh, to uh, call myself a, 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 a published artist, if you will. Um, then as a teen, uh, I had, I think, what was the world's first man cave down my parents' basement. Uh, it was a sectioned off area where I painted murals on the walls. Um, I was, uh, I'd started playing guitar at the time, was very much into classic rock music. So on one wall, I had a life-size concert of Kiss Comes Alive, complete with glow-in-the-dark pyrotechnic paint. Oh, that's cool. I, I had Peter Frampton Comes Alive on a wall. I had Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. All these were life-size. Uh, they were uh, there up until uh, you know a couple of years ago when my mom uh, sold our family home. Don't know if they're still there. Um, uh, so uh, when I got out of high school and was trying to determine what I would do next, uh, I really had no clue, but I, I knew that I at least had some ability uh, to paint and draw. So, and I like to mentor and teach, so maybe I'll become an art teacher. I went to school, I uh, went to college to become an art teacher. Uh, came out with a degree to, to teach art from kindergarten through 12th grade. But it was at a time where there was a real push because um, the U.S. was falling behind from an education standpoint. And there was a real push towards the, the three R's, reading and writing and arithmetic, you know, and the mm -hmm. sciences. And schools were cutting back on the arts. They were cutting back mm -hmm. on music. They were cutting back on drama. They were cutting back on um, art. Uh, and so there was uh, nary a job to be found when I got out. Ah, bummer. So, Those are all my favorite subjects too. Uh, the fun stuff. Yes. Stuff. The creative side of things. Yeah. So I ended up um, uh, getting into the office products industry where I spent the next 35 years. And during that time, um, you know, working hard, married, children came along Um uh, grandchildren came along. There was uh, really very little time to to do art. And uh, for all that time, maybe I did two or three artworks. Uh, I, I painted a, a mural of Legolas the Elf from Lord of the Rings on my son's bedroom wall. That's my favorite elf. <laughs> yes, I, I painted uh, the Beatles' Abbey Road, you know, that iconic album cover. Mm-hmm which is one of the only uh, artworks that I actually uh, own. Uh, everything else uh, I, is custom and I do and I, I ship out. But so, so to make a long story a little less long, uh, I worked in the office products industry for 35 years. Corporate downsize, I was left for the first time in three and a half decades looking for work. And um, my wife, we, we have two little... Uh, Yorkie Terrier mix dogs. Uh, the twelve years old. We have uh, Stanley and Zoe. They're our little oh. babies. Yeah. And uh, we dote on them. They're very spoiled. Uh, and my wife had wanted me for some time to paint them. 
uh, so she could hang them on the wall. So I painted Zoe and a friend uh, saw that, had no clue I had any artistic uh, ability at all. So was quite surprised. And she asked if I could paint her dog, which I did. And then it just began to virally spread. It just started to take off. And within a matter of about two or three months, I found that I had a, actually had a waiting list of clients, um, was charging way too little money uh, for, for how much time it was taking. But I needed to build up a portfolio uh, and, and do a website and get an Instagram site and, and you know, just kind of get off the, 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 off the floor with that. And um, get your marketing started. Yeah. yeah and, and it just it was a blessing. It was uh, it, it, it reintroduced me to art. Uh, it was primarily pets. Uh, I love uh, I love animals and um, it. Uh, was a heck of a lot less stress than what I had been doing in the past. And so within a couple of months, I, I began to think, you know, hey, maybe uh, I'm close to retirement. Maybe I dial back and this is what I do now because it brings people a lot of joy. And that's what I would get off on is, is when a lot of the portraits I do are memorial portraits. Uh, they're commissioned when a client loses an animal, loses a pet, a furry family member, or the, the animal is getting up in age and they know that their time with the animals is short Yeah, and they want to, um, you know, memorialize, they want to have something to remember that loved, uh, animal by. Um, so, uh, you know, when I get a photograph sent to me, emailed to me, from a client after they opened up the portrait and see their animal uh, that was part of their family for eight, 10, 12, 15 years, who's now gone. And they send me a photograph and they're crying. Um, uh, it's a very bittersweet and uh, I'll get misty talking about it. Yeah, of course. It's um, an emotional thing and it, I get a charge out of it and it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. to know that I've brought some joy into someone's life, delivering, you know, br not bringing that animal back to life, but, but in some way, in some small way, um, bringing that animal back into their heart. You're keeping the memory alive and, and all of us, you know, in, in petdom, that's, that's so important to us because we build these bonds with these pets. Mm -hmm. And when you can no longer see them, feel them, smell them, hold them, you know, know that they're around to have a keepsake is just so priceless to hold their memory alive. Yeah. I wish, you know, they're, they're such a blessing to us humans. I, sometimes I, I wonder if we actually deserve them. Probably not. Probably. <laughs> and and uh, I wish, uh, I so wish they had longer lifespans to spend more time with us because their their time is so short. So yes, all you pet out there watching this, uh, love on your animals uh, while you have them with you. Yep.
Yeah. And they, it's, I mean, all the time is precious and, and you're correct and you have seniors. And so that's a, it's a different, it's definitely a different type of feel. I have a couple of seniors right now and I have one that has a degenerative condition. He has degenerative myelopathy and uses a wheelchair and oh. um, yeah. So I, I have to watch him kind of go downhill in front of my eyes. And so I have to pay attention too, right? Because uh, I have to make a decision one day, mm -hmm. um, which is the best way to handle that is to not you know, not let him suffer, but also pay attention. Is he happy being a dog? And yeah, it's a, it's a very palpable, very palpable thing. Yeah, it is a very strong bond yeah. that is formed between a dog or cat or, you know, horse, any animal. All of our pets. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 100%. Well, I want to tell you, thank you for sharing that uh, with us. And, and I couldn't agree more. I love what you're doing. Um, I'm a big fan of not only memorial pieces, but anything that kind of immortalizes our, our loved ones in this way. And um, especially through the use of art. I want to bring up a video, how I found you. Uh, tell me kind of how you how you caught on like you told us a little bit about you know you had someone had hired or you had painted something for someone and then it kind of took off from there but tell us about this video and how you you have this long wait list now and how that happened okay um well uh you know i began my, my son encouraged me um to when i got started here and it looked like hey maybe there was something here um to keep me busy in my declining years uh, you know, he said, Dad, you need to put together an Instagram page. So I'm like, okay, help me put together an Instagram page. So he, he helped me put it together. And he says, what do you want to call it? I'm like, uh, I don't know. How about uh, Pet Portraits by Larry? Very, you know, that's not a, exactly an award-winning name right there. But, <laughs> but uh, it, it, I'm stuck with it now. Well, we're not guessing what it is. So. <laughs> yeah, very clear. And um, he... Uh, is a, uh, a resident psychiatrist uh, also down in South Florida. And, and he is, is uh, very involved in social media, advocating for um, important mental health issues. And uh, so he he's understands the power of social media uh, and the audience that it can build. Um, and he, he did a, um, a, uh, a little video of me just kind of very briefly telling my story about, you know, I lost my job of many years and now I'm back to doing what I was doing, you know, as a child as a, and a teenager, I was doing art again uh, and, and bringing uh, through that art uh, of uh, primarily animals, pets. Uh, I was bringing joy into people's lives and, um, uh, you know, he just said, "Hey, you know, it's a it's a great story, and I you know I hope you'll you'll follow him." And uh, it it kind of blew up. Over a million views, you said, right? A million views, a, a ton of shares, a ton of comments. It really got a significant amount of engagement. And um, you know, I, I had uh, had a had a waiting list uh, uh, for the last three years I've been doing this, but that that kind of really blew up my Instagram account. Um, and then it also got people uh, following me on Facebook. Uh, and um, just uh, uh, it opened up a, a new audience of, of, of clients and, and followers and supporters. And, uh, you know, I found Instagram to be a wonderful community of, of connected with so many fellow artists. Yes. And it's a supportive community. We encourage each other. We inspire. We, we educate. 
and inform each other. Uh, we watch out for each other because there are many um, scammers that right. will try to, uh, you know, abscond with folks' money. And right. I've actually taken on a, a bit of a role of, uh, it's like a mission for me to uh, educate and inform and alert other artists uh, about the dangers associated with these people who prey on them online. I've oh, done wow. a video series that kind of shows them uh, the warning signs, how to identify someone who's, who's a scammer, what things to look for. Oh, we need that. Yeah, thank you yes. for doing that. Um, and uh, so so anyway, it uh, the video my son did uh, was very impactful. And, um, uh, you know, I've got a, a nice... Uh, group of clients, many of them are repeat clients, or um, I get business from word of mouth, friends of clients, colleagues of clients. Yeah. One of the advantages I've had that maybe some other younger artists might not have is that from all my years in business, you know, I've, I've worked with so many people, so many customers, so many co-workers and, and, and colleagues and uh, so, you know, I, I also, I post my work on LinkedIn. I post my work um, on uh, the Nextdoor app. I post my work. Cross-pollination. Yes, yes, across social media platforms. Yeah. And because I've made a lot of contacts over the years and hopefully did right by them, when they recognize it, oh, my gosh. As I mentioned, I didn't do art for so many years, so hardly anyone knew that I had any artistic ability. And so when they learn it, they're surprised. And then, you know, it makes for a unique uh, gift sometimes. For, if you're trying to buy somebody something for Mother's Day or Father's Day or birthday or for the holidays, and it's one of those people that, uh, do I buy them another tie, another pair of novelty socks? What do I get them? You know, yeah. an Amazon gift card? What do I do? It's something very unique. Yes. So um, I, I think that is uh, that's connected with people, and, and uh, definitely, you know, it's it's worked out pretty well. Uh, is there is there a favorite piece of work that you've done, or maybe most interesting or notable, or both? Hmm. That is an excellent question. I love the corgi you did, and we'll share that with as I'm talking to the audience here. Uh, the Instagram page is Pet Portraits by Larry, and we will share that banner on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. And it, you can also go to coldnosefineart.com, and I will share both of those links in the description box of both the video and on the audio. But yes, Larry, tell us, most okay. notable, interesting, or favorite? Uh, I've had a few interesting ones. I'll tell you, my, my probably my favorite ones, Candy, are the ones that actually... Uh, showcase the pet as well as their human companion. Mm -hmm. I've done several that, you know, when I see the reference photo, the, you know, the client will send me three, four, five, ten reference photos to look at. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll see one where it's the little girl hugging the dog or, you know, the, the, the gentleman with the dog by his side or, uh, you know, the, the cat sitting next to the child. Um, I love to do those because it, it's so cool to capture that 
that bond, that connection. You can see it very clearly, the, the love that the animal has for the human and, and the human has in turn for the animal. Yeah. I, I love I, I love those. One of the interesting ones I did was um, a woman uh, sent me several pictures of her dog um, and asked if I could do it on a do it sitting on a throne, mm -hmm. um, like a like a like a royalty a royalty throne. She's yeah. yes, because this dog um, kind of rules the our house. So that was an interesting one because I had the picture of the dog, which I was able to isolate. And, and then I had to find the right picture of a throne and then a right picture of, you know, that room for that throne chair to sit in. So it was an amalgamation and it really was a challenge from a standpoint of making sure the shadowing was all correct. The, you know, the light sources were all correct. Uh, and in concert with each other. And uh, the throne itself was very intricate I, I, of all the thrones to pick out. It had all this like filigree, uh, uh, like metal work on the arms and the legs. Oh, wow. And like, like a Game of Thrones throne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and uh, so that that was uh, quite, uh, quite a challenge. I, I, believe that the, the client was very pleased with the end result. And, and I was quite proud of it too, because it was very different, you know. Uh, usually, a new challenge, new, new challenge. challenge. Usually I'm working with tufts of fur. This <laughs> yeah. time it was, you know, all this intricate uh, metalwork on the throne chair. So that was an interesting one as well. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, so tell us if, let's say that, you know, we, we find you, um, someone says, I, I, I want Larry to pet my, paint my pet. So what, uh, what does the process look like and what is the timeline? And I imagine you were talking about special interest gifts. If it's Mother's Day's, birthdays, holidays, I'm sure there's a longer timeline there because you get more orders in clusters. Yeah, it gets, um, it gets busy, Candy, uh, around August, September, it starts getting busy with uh, holiday uh, commissions. That's my busiest time of year. So okay, uh, if someone is looking for something for the holidays, it's a good idea to book by mid to late August, I would say, to okay. ensure that I'm able to. Yeah, I hate to uh, overpromise and under, under deliver. So uh, sure. Well, so if, if so, that's holidays. We're we're talking around three to four months. If it's on just you know out of the blue, oh, I I would like to have a portrait. What is a typical timeline, and what does the process look like? We reach out to you on the website or Instagram, ask for uh, custom work. We send a few photos. Yep, uh, that's exactly it. On my website, there is um, a complete description of how everything works. Uh, best practices associated with the type photos to try to to uh, obtain mm -hmm. you know, good strong lighting, uh, very high resolution. Um, try not to have a very distracting background or foreground items. Uh, you know, fighting with the the animal. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, many times I have to um, you know don't cut off the animal like you know the top of their ears or you know their legs uh now there are times where um you know i have to get creative and 
work from several photos to kind of do a composite. But um, from, a, from a, a lead time standpoint, it, it varies uh, by what's going on during the year. Uh, it usually runs between, I'd say, two months to four and a half months of a lead time from the okay. time someone books a commission until uh, I'm able to deliver on it. Okay. Um, and, and the process is, is quite simple. You know, they, they uh, engage with me through my website or send me an email or personal message through Instagram, a direct message. And then, um, you know, we, we chat a little bit. We determine what um, uh, size they're looking for. We, we work to identify the best photos to work from. Uh, I try to, to learn a, a bit about the animal. Um, I like to have that connection. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, even when I'm working on a, on a portrait of an animal that's, that's gone over the Rainbow Bridge, um, while that animal is on my easel, to me, it's alive, very much alive. And I oftentimes forget that they're gone. You know, I'm working on them and I'll send uh, the client. Uh, I like to send clients work in progress pics so they can kind of be part of the process rather than just, you know. Big reveal. <laughs> yeah, throw you yeah. a big reveal at the end. I, yeah. And sometimes uh, that's helpful because sometimes they'll see something as the portrait is taking shape where they'll be like, hey, you know, I see what's happening here. Can you tweak this? Can you can you modify this a little bit, and and so, you know, if we catch it, then uh, it's something that I can do. You know, once it's in their hands, it's kind of like you know, too late for that. Uh, but to that point, it's also good to uh, during the discussion get a very good idea of what they're looking for mm -hmm. up front. You know, for example, I just did a uh, portrait of a baby. In fact, a client um, commissioned a portrait of her infant daughter for her mother for Mother's Day. So it's for the grandmother. Oh. And, um, you know, she sent me the photos, but then uh, before I even started, she said, hey, can you, the, the blanket was shades of uh, like taupe and beige. She said, can you make the blanket shades of pink? So knowing that up front was, a, you know, a lot easier than if she had told me that you know, after I'd already recreated it. So yeah. Saves you both a little, a little sanity there. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that and won't keep you all night. Um, but thank you for, uh, anyone listening who, or is viewing and you would like to hire Larry. Sounds like you should, a uh, couple months, two to three months, three to four months during busy times. And if you don't mind, Larry, please tell our audience, those listening, um, how to get to your website, your Instagram, ways to get a hold of you. Okay. Um, Instagram is Pet Portraits by Larry, L-A-R-R-Y. My website is www.coldnosefineart.com. So a cold nose like a, like a dog or, you know, would have a cold, wet nose and fineart.com. Uh, and on the website, you'll see a gallery of my uh, work. You'll see um, uh, the, how all the whole process works. You'll see a page that has all the different explanation of 
uh, how I derive pricing based on size, media, composition. So there's no, no surprises. You would know up front uh, what everything would, would run. Um, and uh, also, if you were to just Google my website, you will see I've been blessed that many, many clients uh, have taken the time to do a review. Uh, and um, uh, up to this point, everyone has been five star, very positive. So awesome. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you can, you know, just just so, so if you're a prospective client, you would have peace of mind that, yeah. uh, you know, you're going to get uh, someone working for you that has a passion for uh, animals, that has a passion for delivering something that is going to exceed your expectations. Have you had any celebrity clients yet? Celebrity clients. <laughs> um, let's see. I, you know, I don't, I don't think so. Now, if, if there were any folks who, who have some degree of celebrity that I've done work for, I, I, I hope I've not offended you by not naming you. <laughs> but uh, sure. yeah, I think it's just, you know, it runs the gamut of just uh, uh, the common man and woman uh, across the U.S. I've, I've done a few international ones where I've shipped overseas. That's very cool. Uh, you know, I did want to mention something to you about corgis because uh, corgis are one of the breeds, and I'm not saying this to schmooze Corgi Town USA. <laughs> I've always loved corgis. They are this very interesting amalgamation of, to me, I look at them and I see like someone, it's, they're like a love child of, <laughs> of a, a, a collie. Like, remember Lassie? You know, mm -hmm. old enough to remember Lassie. You know, yeah. And then one of those little hot dog dogs, a dachshund, you know, short <laughs> legs. It's like yep. they got together and you got a corgi. I don't know what kind of breeding went into getting to where the modern day corgi is, but when I see them, that's what I see this collie and a dachshund. There is a science. Yeah, a number of herding breeds. And you can go back to some of the AKC paperwork. I think Pomeranian is in there as well. Um, to bread. But yes, they were bred short uh, so that they can they can nip at cattle, get cattle moving, um, and they're less likely to get hurt or trampled on or kicked because they're so low to the ground. And yeah. that's hence the bobtails as, as well. Uh, but yes, couldn't agree more. Um, I've had them for 17 years and just about the last 10 is when they grew in popularity. I remember my first Corgi, my dearly departed Lilo, when I had him, nobody knew what kind of dog he was. And he was beautiful, absolutely gorgeous colors. He looked like a German shepherd. Mm -hmm. He was a sable. He looked like a German shepherd, but that was very low to the ground. And people would say, what kind of dog? Is he a mix? I say, no, he's a Corgi. And they would say, a what? I say, you know, the Corgi, like the Queen's dogs. Oh, I've never heard of that. And now we have what we call the paparazzi. Anywhere you go, Corgi, Corgi, you hear people get excited. I used to travel with Booger, my little girl, when I did business trips. And I would walk through the, the fairway of the um, airport. And you would hear it just like just like paparazzi. Corgi, do you see that Corgi? Oh, my gosh, there's a Corgi over there. Can we see the Corgi? And she would just love it because everybody, she would get all this attention. And, oh, yes, I'm the star of the show. <laughs> Most of them are pretty social and love it. But, yes, thank you. Couldn't agree more. They're they're quite I, wonderful. I did not realize they they were herding animals. Mm -hmm. Yep, bred to herd cattle. They are the herding breed. They are working breed, and that's part of what we do here is to kind of educate people who might be enthusiasts, uh, maybe looking for it as 
you know, how to find the right breeder or if you're going to rescue what to look for and kind of what to be prepared for. No two dogs are exactly the same. They have certain proclivities because they're a working breed, but high energy, high work drive, um, full of energy, full of sass. You know, they're, they're not bred to be mild mannered because they need to move some very big animals. <laughs> and so they, they can be pretty bossy and you just have to have to know how to work with that. So that's what we like helping people with. So thank you for that. How many do you have? I have four. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I've had seven, um, over 17 years and four is the most that I think I can handle Two are seniors. Um, one is she's quite slightly disabled. She can't really walk very, very long distances, but one is in a wheelchair. So he has to be either carried in a backpack, pushed in a stroller or in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. So I'm quite the spectacle when I try to go places with all four of them. You're, you're a good mom. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, it's it's a little bit of effort for tremendous return. There you go. So, well, Larry, thank you so much for spending your evening with us. And again, it is Pet Portraits by Larry on Instagram. Coldnosefineart.com for the website. I will share these links in the description box on both YouTube and on our audio platforms. Larry, I hope you have a great night. We're going to let you get back to your evening. You do the same, Candy. It was great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. All right, good night. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Sorry for the lack of cat. Hopefully I was still entertaining enough for you. Uh, I definitely tend to bleep out fewer curse words when cat is not here. Um, and Chuckles is just taking his little afternoon nap tonight. So, but I highly recommend that you go to Pet Portraits by Larry. Check out some of this amazing work. Um, check out Cold Nose Fine Art. You want to learn more about the process and what that looks like with timeline. Takes a few months. Um, but we all here are very proud of our creator series and always very excited to find artists that immortalize our pets um, and use separate mediums to help us uh, create those memories and keep those memories in tangible aspects. I'm Candy. In my lap is Chuckles, our spokes cord. Coming to you from the studio is Booger Hammer and Mortimer Barnabas. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you next week with a fresh episode, a podcast for pets and their people, Corgi Town USA. Good night. <laughs>